Hi, folks. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Great to have you joining me today. And today we have a really fascinating one, uh, you know, really particularly beautiful Christian New Church perspective. And that's trying to look at what is beneath the surface, what's beneath the surface. So, so what we're looking at today is, is we're getting started into the book. Uh, it started part of the book, part of the Bible, where we look at the idea of Noah and this flood. And, and it's an interesting part because there's an appearance of the way God is, and then there's a reality of the way God is. Again, appearance versus reality. What appears on the surface versus what's underneath it all. And that's what we're going to start to look at today. And we'll come back, no doubt, and touch on this many times because it's both instructive for how we see God and for how we see each other and how we see ourselves even. So, so the line here is, is God's kind of gotten fed up, you know, like they've blown it. And, uh, you know, that's it. He's getting ready to wipe them all out and just just be done with it. And, and again, little hint, like where have we seen this pattern before? What, you know, there's an appearance of God's anger. And then, and then the reality is people get let off the hook. You know, God appears to constantly be breaking God's own rules. Little sermon of itself is that God's not breaking God's rules. God's actually breaking our rules, our rules that believe in retaliation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, so this is the line we're looking at today. This is from Genesis 6. And Jehovah and God was sorry he had made humankind on the earth, and he grieved to himself in his heart. So, so we see God kind of like, oh, I can't believe I made people. What was I thinking? And, and you know, like in a sense, I think maybe we can get that from a, from a human perspective. But you can see where that can go kind of crazy reactions. Like, could God ever really regret, really feel like, boy, I made a mistake there. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, you know, and the patent answer, I mean, just the out and out answer is no. It's like, uh, you know, for those of us who have children, like no matter what our kids do, I mean, we may wish they would do things differently. But we're never, we're never going to wish they weren't around. Like that would be, that would be crazy. And, and our love pales in comparison with God's love. So here's an interesting perspective, folks, something for you to try on. So Swedenborg posited this beautiful point. He said, you know, you can prove any form of God you want. You can, just by grabbing different passages, you can cherry pick these kind of passages or these kind of passages or these kinds of passages. And it's, it's, um, it's why, again, a church, you can end up passages picked that will create a Mother Teresa and passages picked that will create churches that are just, frankly, mean and cruel. And, uh, and both can justify themselves by looking at, the, looking at different passages, looking at parts of the Bible. So it's real important to remember, you can, you can do that. You can actually do that. You can create a God in your image. And what we need to remember is we are created in God's image, not the other way around. So what does that mean? Well, that means that, that as we come to look at the Bible, and this is super important, super important, that we come to come at it with first principles, first principles, first principles, first principles, first principles. And the primary first principle is that God is love, period, end of story, no doubt about it. So when you see these appearances of anger, they're just appearances. They're not, they're not what's actually going on. They're, they're sort of our own human way of trying to describe God, but it's not God's way of describing God per se. It's a, it's a human way of describing God. And, and in describing this, this is how, this is what Emmanuel Swedenborg went on to say. He said, um, uh, the truth is that God never punishes anyone. That's interesting never inflicts trouble on anyone, in other words, never tests anyone, never destroys anyone, never burns with anger. 
Boy, that's that's beautiful and very inspiring. Like God just God cannot do those things because God is the God of love. We can do those things because we can certainly twist God's love into and God's life into very twisted sort of human ego driven ways. We're free to do that. But that's not the nature of God at all. And and you know why why is that why is that important? Well, I, th- I think why it's important, and again, I'm coming at this from a Christian New Church perspective, is, is the ultimate reality is love and the ultimate reality is mercy. And sometimes with those things, there is indeed an appearance of anger. I think that's really important to remember, folks. Probably a lot of you, at least once this week, will be dealing with a super angry person at some point in time. Now, I don't want to say that this is always true, but I would say that it might be true. What might be true of that anger is that anger may actually be based on love, a deep love that is coming out sideways. You know, an example I use all the time, you know, we we're, live we're right here on Huntington Pike, you know, a very, very busy road in, in northeastern Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, I was with our little daughter. She was probably I mean, she's 30 now. She was probably six, seven back then. And uh, I was trying to cross between cars and I wanted her to come stand right beside me because there was a bunch of traffic and I wanted her to, I wanted her to be safe. And so she, I said, come on, Brooke, come on, come on, come on. And she thought I was meaning, come on, time to cross the road. So she runs out in front of a car and I just, you know, I just blasted my voice as loud as possible. Anyone who witnessed that would have thought that is one angry dad. And and I wasn't really angry at Brooke. I was just afraid. I was afraid that this, this sweet child who I just loved to pieces was gonna get hit by a car. That, there's there was an appearance of anger, but the reality, what was underneath the surface was a deep, deep love. You know, if a chipmunk could run out, I would not have screamed because I don't love that chipmunk. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not the same connection. and. And so we just need to be aware of that. And what that should do, folks, and this is a beautiful concept, actually, it should start to give us a little sense of what mercy is like, you know, and that's mercy for other people. That's just that's just a, a simple, like, breathing and letting go. So much of, of when people are angry is, is we react to the anger and we fail to go and look what's really underneath the surface for them. Because most of the time, anger is is from from something else. I mean, there's sometimes there's some people who are just sort of uh, anger's just their modus operandi. Um, big hint, I wouldn't hang around a lot with those people. But for most people, when they do get angry, there's there's something underneath it. And and our job is to very graciously and patiently just allow a space where we can remember, maybe not even saying it necessarily at the time, but but remember that there's often something underneath the surface, often, often something underneath the surface. So that's that's the thought for today, folks. So if you're if you're dealing with some anger for yourself, or you're dealing with with anger from a loved one or a coworker, allow there to be a little gracious spot to know you probably don't know the full story, and there probably is something underneath it. And the other other takeaway is this: if you have a view of an angry God, you're wrong. <laughs> That sound for being unequivocal. God is not angry. We just, just absolutely not the way God works. God is one hundred percent love. 
the anger is ours. The anger is ours to own and ours to ours to work with. That's not that's not something something from God. Even when we think we see anger in God, what our job is to get underneath it and to really come into touch with the love that that underlies our under undergirds it all and undergirds all of our lives. So that's the thought for today, folks. So always ask what is beneath the surface as you go through your day today. So what we're going to do now, friends, is now we're going to do a little little meditation, a little prayer, a little blessing, and then we'll say hi to some folks on, on social media. I don't have time to flip between all the social media channels, but you, you're more than welcome to leave something where I tend to read the most comments from is from New Church Live's Facebook page, for those of you who might wonder that. And uh, and I also want to say, as always, because I know we have a lot of new new folks been joining us recently, is leave a comment anytime, and you're welcome to text me anytime, and I will get back in touch with you as as soon as possible. Little reaction, a little little dialogue is always a good thing. So with that, friends, let's let's get a little breath. And listen to the bell. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, bring you home. Amen. We will see you folks tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs>